0: Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Pizza Man. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies, buddies talking buddies, about, talking buddies. about cinema. Hey, hello. Uh, hey, I'm Justin Barney from 889 Radio Milwaukee. I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film. Together, we're Cinnabuds, and today we are talking about the movie Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Throughout
1: my life, the Ten Rings gave our family power.
0: If you wanted them to be yours one day, you have to show me you are strong enough to carry them. Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings is the new Marvel movie. And it is absolutely killing it at the box office. Yeah. It is a huge, huge success right now. And, uh, um, K-Pol, you want to give us a little rundown of, of the plot?
1: Yeah. Superhero uh, movie. It's a superhero movie. The main character is Sean, later Shang-Chi, yeah. uh, acted and performed <laughs> by Simu Liu, and he does a great job. Uh, he's essentially, seems like a regular guy, hanging out with his friend, played by Aquafina, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, he is attacked by semi-super people. I would say they're super people. One has a sword coming
0: out of his hand. Very minimal super.
1: Yeah. they like powers, powers. So then uh, you discover that he comes from a family that that rules the Ten Rings, which are an ancient power uh, that his dad holds. And yep. they they are estranged. But his dad comes looking for him because he's trying to do some dastardly things. <laughs> That was the worst synopsis I've ever done.
0: Yeah, it was. (laughs) Let's keep it. That was really stretched. Let's keep it. Let me learn. I got to learn. (laughs) <laughs> if you reined that in to like an actual synopsis, it was just yeah. guy gets on a bus, fights people, his dad comes after him.
1: I think what happened That's is I wh- started telling you the whole movie and then I realized, wait, I'm just you, I'm talking about the first scene. I got to I got to skip to the end.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, after that, what did you think of uh what
1: did you think of Shane Jean? I really really liked it. It was a lot of fun. I do love a good martial arts movie. I love a superheroes movie. And you know what else I like? What? adorable fantasy creatures. Yeah. And I didn't realize there was going to be some in this. Me neither. And I was. I want to take every one of them home with me. Me too. Um, No, I genuinely thought it was great. I thought it was really well done. Um, There's obvious comparisons to Black Panther Mm -hmm. in the sense that you don't often see Uh, Asian representation in Marvel, Hollywood, big superhero films. So I'm very excited about that and also, you know, the pageantry and it's a good story um, just like Black Black Panther was. So I really, really liked it. I thought it was great.
0: Yeah, I... Am a noted Marvel grouch. Shoo. You live in a trash can and uh, you come out every day I talking do. about how you hate Marvel. Movies. I do. Yeah. And so I am never really excited to see one. I don't like follow all the intricate details. Right. And so uh, like a-, a lot of that is like lost on me. Uh-oh. I came out of this being like, I think this is the best Marvel movie what? I've ever seen. That is a Bold statement I think that it is I That's love great. this I thought this was So much fun Yeah I I truly Truly enjoyed it And we are going To talk about it When we get back for this break Support for Cinnabuds Comes from your membership And Associated Bank Proud supporter Of Milwaukee Film And offering support Year round Through Milwaukee Film Checking More about Associated Bank's commitment to the Milwaukee community at AssociatedBank.com. Member FDIC.
1: Calling all Pump Up Jam lovers. If music helps you wake up, work out, or power through chores, I'm talking to you. Great music adds so much to your life. Have you ever wanted to return the favor? Then join Radio Milwaukee today. Your support powers a team of DJs handpicking music from around the world for you to enjoy. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash donate to pump up your playlist today.
0: Okay. Oh,
1: we're back, Christopher. Oh, that was so fast. Um,
0: as I was uh, just saying, the, like, noted Marvel grouch. Yeah. Uh, I Like, I don't love a Marvel movie. Um... I, I, like I think some of that is some of that is like rooted into in the like intricate web of details that you have to follow, and I think this had some of those for yeah. like fans some
1: references to the other films. The universe as a whole, yes. Sure.
0: And I got some of those because I have been forced to see so many Marvel movies. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> but they didn't lead what was going on. Yeah. And I, I thought that this was like a great origin story. And like for a superhero, like you have to have, there's a, there's a bunch of things when you're like introducing a superhero, like this is essentially issue one of Shang-Chi right. and you have to have a normal person who has found extraordinary power, right. who then meets a villain and then has a climactic fight with said villain.
1: Usually they have to learn something about themselves in to to order learn to, something to just about get a little bit extra to beat them. Yeah,
0: And then in the end they win you know sure that is a that is a Marvel superhero movie yeah and I thought that this had all those things yeah but also kind of secretly had those things yeah and kind of like really mellowly had those things Mm -hmm. like he a big part of the superhero universe is getting your superhero costume oh yeah that's true and this one, it's like, he does get a superhero costume, but it is like in the- It's real- forget- It's in the last third of the movie. It's yeah. not like a part of the whole thing. This just seemed, this just like, it put all of the like really upfront superhero stuff yeah. on the back burner. Yeah. And it focused really on relationship building and the character dynamic yeah. And then a lot of like really great martial arts stuff, which is really incredibly well done.
1: Yeah, great action in this movie. You're right. It's some of the surface level, uh, the things that are the bells and whistles, which are still good. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the bells and whistles are like again the CGI and the the fighting and stuff. But that's a big part of the you know big part of the yeah. movie, and it's fun. But yeah, the costume, the powers aren't as specific as a lot of your Marvel films are. It's not, I'm the Hulk, I'm super strong. Like, you, they talk yeah. at the beginning a bit about how he has the strength of more than, you know, the Ten Men or whatever it was. Um, he's agile, but he just knows how to fight. The rings, whoever has the rings, you can see that gives them more power. Mm-hmm. because they. But again, it's just sort of this general, like, yeah, the rings will shoot at you or they a well, lot of energy not, not comes a, out. i am I'm gonna finish you know. everybody power. Yeah, right, right.
0: And so, most of the power... And most of the action is just hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, it's exactly. just like, it's just people punching, people jumping through the air. Shooting like arrows. Like true martial arts staffs, stuff. That was like really, really sword great. Swordplay.
1: Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. No, and it's really well choreographed, this is, which is why you watch those movies. Like there Batman movies where there's a lot of fighting. Do you remember the Batman movies where early days, there's a lot of, Blurry, quick camera work. Yeah, you never see a punch land. Yeah, and I get that style for Batman because it's like, oh, what's happening? Everyone's confused. But uh, when you watch a movie like that, you want to see the choreography. you want to see that beautiful. You know, the dancing essentially.
0: And there's like there's ways where like the choreography can the choreography. (laughs) Yeah, why not? The choreography can go wrong. Like you remember all the Star Wars prequels? You know, sure, sure, sure. Like and that like choreography is. I don't actually have. (laughs) Most of it, but feel free. (laughs) But it's like, that's like choreography, like done wrong, you know, where it's like, none of it feels like really real at all. And in this one, the choreography feels like dancing at times.
1: Which oh yeah, felt- especially in those in a few moments where it I, g- they're genuinely alluding to it because it's yeah part of a romance that starts, which is really nice.
0: And it was it was like really well done. And this like this the choreography of the martial arts in this movie was like the best part.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. It was a very nice story. Uh, a lot about family and estrangement, uh, and you're the family that you find. It's really nice and it had legends in it like Michelle Yeoh and Tony Leung who are just phenomenal. And there were, I was reading about the director wanted, you know, it was very, very cautious, not cautious, I guess, but like very thoughtful about not only including Asian representation, but like references to Asian film and things like that. And the forest scenes, uh, were hearkening back to *Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon*, which Michelle, you Um, and then uh, which I and they said that I was like, oh yeah, the bending of the trees, and even at the beginning, there's a quick there's there a was pull, there's a pole that uh, Aquafina is off of, and then like you got to save her, yeah, really, really nice, and it did it, but even without those references, that made me want to go back and watch those beautifully choreographed fantasy films. Yeah, I loved it. Um, interestingly. At the, at our cultures and community fest that we just had at Milwaukee film, we had a panel discussion, um, called reorienting the Oriental and it was the beginning. Right. Yeah. It was the beginning of a series talking about the Oriental and, uh, what they call Orientalism, I believe, which is like a misrepresentation of Asian cultures. Yeah. Um, it was a great conversation, and it was just the beginning. But we had a guest who I was so impressed with. Well, we had Adam Carr, and I'm also impressed with Adam Carr.
0: Yeah, he's I mean, he's
1: great. always impressive. Yeah. That is a
0: given. To he used me. to be a storyteller. He used to be a stories producer here. Did he, he really? Was, yeah, he was the first one.
1: Oh, how cool!
0: Yeah, yeah. I was really interested because when y'all took over the Oriental Theater, I was like, "Are you gonna change the name?" Right. And uh, you did not. What was the conversation around that?
1: Well, the, I don't know that there's been a conversation. Internally yet about that about that it's I mean there probably has but I'm not yeah uh, yeah, pretty Uh, but this is part of that conversation this is and it's not just us having it it's the whole community it's the Asian community uh, in Milwaukee and elsewhere Uh, so I really wanted to call out uh, Nancy Wang Yuan who came from LA who is like a sociologist she's a professor uh, but she's an expert on uh, race and ethnicity in popular media film and TV. Yeah. So like what a perfect person to have there. But she did not hold back. That was the great thing. And she actually was talking about this film and she said this film I I've been championing, championing this film everywhere I go, but it also still has problems. But it was interesting to hear from somebody who actually thinks about it uh, on a daily basis and really point out things and it's what the the issues being representation for asian americans or asians in general in film um while not only being very minimal is usually a, a, within the same few arenas and this mm. this film does fit into that i mean it's magic yeah. and it's martial arts like right. those are the big ones right um and she said there's so much. And she she talked about films like The Farewell with Aquafina. Yeah. We talked about that and uh, Crazy Rich Asians, things that, things where it's like, you know, Asians and Asian-Americans can't just have regular lives, too. They yeah. can just have, <laughs> have, <laughs> have relationships. You're not going to get that out of a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get that out of a Marvel movie. But again, I think her excitement was also just like when Black Panther came out. You yeah. have representation on this grand scale for kids to like be so excited about and see themselves on the screen. So yeah. I was very excited about that. Uh, within this conversation, a very challenging conversation about the Oriental Theater, which it was really nice, nice and difficult to yeah. hear all the varying opinions about the space, the name,
0: yeah, the challenges going forward. Well, one of the one of the things that I really did like about Shang Chi is uh, its use of language. Yeah, and so many of these movies, and just so many movies in general, I'm always like so surprised when they have a movie that takes place in a different country with people that don't speak English, and they're just like speaking English. Yeah, (laughs) readily speaking English, like for like just like just because they wanted to make it easier on the audience, even though it makes no sense at all. And I loved that this movie, you know, it it was not. There's a significant portion of this movie that's not in English. Yeah, you know, and it, it's and it's not just like here's two lines. Right. You right. know, it is. It's like the first like 10, 15 minutes, and whenever it, whenever it is appropriate. Yeah. And I thought that that was really that's really great. And that's the thing that I think. Uh, uh, movies that are going for a big broad audience traditionally yeah. don't do and I, I really like I really like that about this yeah
1: absolutely there's a part of me that enjoys and, but it's specifically when it is British everyone in it is British but they're all essentially Russian like it takes place in Russia or it takes place in some very like uh, Slavic country but everyone's very British and proper mm-hmm. I always find that I grew up on the, I mean, not Russia specifically, but if it's like anything where I just grew up in these old watching old movies where it was just, yeah, everyone's British, yeah. regardless of who they really are. Yeah. And then later when I became aware of it, I was like, now I just think I enjoy the fantasy element of we're just all on board with you guys being British at this point. Yeah. But not so, I mean, in a movie like this, that would be absurd in not a fun way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And so, this movie, uh, like, is a very serious uh, family drama, kind of, like, maybe two-thirds of the way through, and then we do get, like, a comedic beat, yeah, which I think is really fun, and then a really... It does like enter into these like magical creatures and oh, a fantastical yeah. area. And that's also like a big part of Marvel movies is having like is the setting. And uh, I think that what takes me out of a lot of it is like oftentimes the setting at the setting for the fight with the big bad guy is in the middle of a city. And you have this fight that takes place in the city and you're going between skyscrapers and you're doing this and you're doing that. And it's just like, how many cities can we see face this kind of destruction? And I'm always just like, I'm always just like so taken away from that because it just like... The human toll is never taken into effect. <laughs> yeah. you it is start just start
1: counting like okay, that's five floors of a building. It,
0: it is just yeah. like it, just the fantasy of that. Yeah, it, just like I, I can't I can't separate myself from that. But this setting where it was like in true fantasy. Yeah, and it involved like fantastic creatures. To me, that was like a this was a great setting for the kind of yeah. like. The 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 big fight that you inevitably right. have in a movie in like this, this beautiful wilderness. Yeah,
1: let's talk about these creatures. Yeah, I think every one of them I want to have as a cat. Yeah, or a dog. Yeah, there is a fox, fox like creature that's white and has like six tails. Yeah, they're all but it's almost like a peacock and uh-huh. a fox. But the best and there's also a very adorable. I didn't think I could find a, a creature adorable without a face. Mm-hmm. But there is a thing that's essentially just a puffball with wings. Mm-hmm. It makes cute noises but has no face and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. It is very cute. But I will say for me the highlight are these what are supposed to be like warrior Oh, I'm lions. so glad
0: that you brought them up because those are like my favorite ones too. Yeah. The lions uh, that are, they look like lions but they
1: look like a, a, miss, a mythical version. And you see version. them
0: carved in, uh, in like yeah. you know, a part of the like Asian style of well, uh, like ornamentations. It's fami- like, yeah, it's a it's familiar
1: a- image that yeah. I'm like, oh, but they've made it fluffy, number yes. one. Yes, yes. And roaring and with fangs and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I, the whole time, I just thought, it's a big kitty. Oh, that's a, <laughs> you're is. a big kitty. Even though they're vicious warriors, I was like, that one should definitely come home with me.
0: You ever see big cats in like the zoo? It's like yeah, they yeah. are literally they're big, big cats. cats.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, I loved every one of those animals. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, that was good stuff. I mean, I would watch it just for that. <laughs> just next time when I get it on DVD, mm-hmm. those exist, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna fast forward just to the uh, the creatures part, yeah, and I'm gonna talk like a little baby. Um, do you have anything else on Shang-Chi? Um, no, I think I did. I think they covered it. I think I am really it too. glad I saw it. It was nice to see, uh, it was nice to see one of these kind of movies, and I think this is the first like. Bigger movie I've seen in a theater.
0: Yeah, it was very pleasant. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was the first bigger movie I've seen, and there was two groups of people behind me talking oh. through it, the entire thing.
1: No, that's <laughs> such like. A- I mean, here's the thing, after this such a long period of not going to the movie theater, I did not expect it to suddenly get better. It's gonna get worse.
0: I, I don't know why I thought that it would be better. Yeah. I thought people would be like, Oh, we're back in a theater, like let's be on our best behavior. But it is the oh, worst people behavior. People forgot people
1: didn't know before and now they've forgotten. There was a guy on his who checked his cell phone every ten oh, seconds, so God. it lit up the place. I don't let me guys, let's talk. <laughs> One more time.
0: I know. I think we've just gotten so used to I think in the in the past year, we have been, I know, like, I have been on my phone more. Yeah. Oh, for sure. One and two. it is harder to not look at your phone for two and a half hours. Yeah. I mean, it is, like, as dumb as it sounds, like, it is difficult to do, and the <laughs> urge is there. <laughs> but it's like you're in a theater. You would, like, that's part of the thing. I don't have an urge to look at my phone in the theater.
1: I get nervous when I feel it like go off. Yeah. Uh, when I've, You know, but it's like, oh, should I just, I, should, I, can, I can ignore it for a while. But the talking, I don't understand. Everyone, let's go over this one more time. When you go to the theater, just stop talking. You paid to watch the
0: movie. Just do that. I think you can talk during the previews. Mm, yeah, this is a,
1: this this is a bit of overlap. It's, you know what? It's not. Yeah, it is. You think you shouldn't? I don't think you should talk out loud during the fest during the previews. Here's here's think, my compromise. I think the previews are there for discussion. Here's my compromise. Okay, if you're gonna, if you have to talk during the previews, be quiet, whisper. Yeah. Don't don't be like, ah, oh yeah, I like to see that. Let's make a plan. Well, yeah. Because there are people who do that, but I also think you're just watch it, and then you've got like. Five seconds between each one to go. We should go see that. Yeah, that's that's. I think like that's the only thing I ever need to see. Like that looks good. I need to say that sometimes that looks good. Look, that's over. That's quick. Or let's go see that.
0: I always think it's funny to hear the most. You know. What preview plays and then you hear the most like we should go Chatter see that after yeah usually it's like the worst one yeah <laughs> it's the one it's i want the one to see where the the i'm least. like i wouldn't be caught dead watching that movie
1: Oh ben affleck <laughs> ben affleck has a new one you know what i heard after i saw uh, eyes wide shut what the first words i heard when, that, when the lights came up is somebody behind me go well that was not a the tom and nicole movie i expected
0: <laughs> i love I that like, memory no it wasn't lady <laughs> When I went to go see Green Knight, yeah, there was two other people in the theater, yeah, and uh, they left like ten minutes before the movie ended. Seriously, <laughs> they went. They made it so far through that movie before leaving.
1: <laughs> Maybe they're like, I have no idea when this is going to end, and I need to cut my losses. Uh, I don't know why it's a stunning, stunning movie. Oh, I know that is really funny. We should genuinely have an episode of this show just talking about our experiences just with because theater I have, and theater etiquette. I have some amazing encounters with people that I'm not even calling people. I'm going to <laughs> call them monsters. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys go there. Be quiet. Don't look at your phone. You can do it. It's two you can hours. Do it. And that's why hard. you're there. That's why you chose to pay money to go there. I know. And everyone else did the same. And they would like to not
0: hear. I like it as like a respite phone. from my phone. I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. going to go and I'm going to do it. And then, you know, it's a good.
1: We, as a, as a society, we are doomed. I know we are. A respite from our phone. I, I'm i hey, not man. even making fun of you. I get it. I
0: Yeah. But we are doomed. I don't want to pretend like I'm not a slave yeah. to my phone too. Yeah.
1: I look at it more than I, I used to make fun of people. I still do, mm-hmm. but I'm a hypocrite now.
0: Nice, <laughs> <laughs> which is fine if you acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Christopher. Time yes. for a, a second.
1: What is it?
0: What else have you been
1: watching? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I I did finally see the documentary Val. Oh, what'd you think? I thought it was great, and it's really interesting um to realize I don't think I had much of an opinion about not much of an opinion I would say he was not at the fore of my thoughts when I think about movies
0: that's yeah that's what I I went in thinking too like not, I never like really took him as a serious actor. I also like missed his heyday, so yeah. it was like always like B or C actor, right? It's like, oh, yeah. okay,
1: he's a yeah, he comes up and I like him sometimes, except for a couple standouts. And then I realized, no, there's several standouts things that early on when I liked, I mean, I Real Genius is one of my favorite comedies from that era. It's such a funny, it holds up. I watch it at least, it. Oh,
0: you've never seen it, I've never seen it.
1: Buddy, we got to talk. <laughs> it's very funny. I still think it holds up. Uh, for Dory Zori, I want to make Dory Zori a laszlo Hollyfeld shirt because that is a character in there. And I think, right. I think she and I, I talked do not about know that. it once. I think we talked about it once. Um, but yeah, real genius. Uh, Tombstone, one of my favorite Westerns of all time. Yes. It's a wonderful movie. Um, but there's just a lot of stuff that I was like, oh, yeah. There's a one of his more recent movies. Called Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with him oh, yeah. and Robert which is well, very funny.
0: Well, they did. F- they focused a lot on his heyday and they yeah. did kind of just like breeze through, all through the, a, a bit of the a, a bit of most of the recent 20 years. Yeah, because they're. I mean, and I
1: sort of get it because that portion didn't have some of his best work, but yeah. it did have some decent yeah. stuff. Uh, they did breeze by MacGruber way too fast. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that deserved a bit more attention. But also him as a person, uh, it was really interesting. I mean, it was, I didn't know. coming from him and a lot of the footage is he's from one of those families and from that era where like video cameras were fascinating. Yeah, you yeah. see Kevin Bacon say, oh, hey you got a video camera. Oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah, because you weren't around him back then. So he documented so much. and It was very, very interesting. I highly recommend that one. Even if you're not a Val Kilmer fan per se, my girlfriend is a very much a Val Kilmer fan. Yeah. So she was really into it. I was
0: like in the middle on it, but glad I watched it. Yeah. You I was know, really into it. basically, all I've been watching is Nathan for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> still, you're still going strong. I'm on season four. Wow.
0: That's so, crazy. like, four seasons in two weeks. Um, yeah, it has been what I've been watching every day. I watched Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, that?
1: yeah. That's
0: that was classic. How'd you like that? Oh, God, I loved it. Yeah. But the the like thing that I wanted to highlight today was last week, I listen to This American Life every week. You, yeah. Do you listen to This American Life? I
1: have listened to it on occasion.
0: This American Life is like why I went into radio. Yeah. I like wanted to be iroglass I I want to be Ira I have, still.
1: For years have been trying to. To develop an eyeglass impression. Oh, it's pretty... It's challenging. Distinct. You've it's, got the glasses. I, yeah, but that not visually. I'm never going to be a visual, uh, but uh, his voice is Hecton. so great. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's 10 times <laughs> better, better than anything I've come up with
0: yet. Um, I think I could do pretty well because I listen to him every week. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, last week they did an episode called A Mix for You and it was uh about mixtapes and music. Oh, which, that sounds great. Surprise surprise. I was yeah, uh, target demographic. Sure. And they did this uh this one called uh Just Be Good to Me that was a a chapter from a memoir by Nicole Perkins who I did not know before. Um and and she grew up like the, the highlight it was the, the chapter is about her having an affair with a man. Okay. He is or I don't know, she is the affair E. He he is he is engaged to be married I and see. having the, you she's know, the other in, woman. She's the other woman. Gotcha. And so she's like she grew up listening to all these R and B songs with her mom and dad. And so there's like the there's like a steady uh playlist of like R&B songs about being the other woman, which I thought was great. And then uh, um, I thought that 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 chapter was so great. And then I went into Lion's Tooth to like, I was like, I'm going to get a graphic novel and read something. I just like finished uh, Don Quixote, which was like, took me forever. And then uh, I was like, I'm going to get something quick and get a graphic novel. And I did from Lion's Tooth, but then they had her memoir there. Sometimes I trip on how happy we could be and uh i just love a memoir yeah. you know and and hers is very good she's very she's very honest it's well written and quick it's it's just like i was like i want something that i'll be able to read in 2 weeks and mm-hmm. get through and know something about someone and uh, uh and it's so good it's so nicole perkins uh sometimes i trip on how happy we could be uh, I've been reading it for like the past week, and I'm like almost done, and it's great.
1: Well, that sounds really good. Yeah, um, I want to go back quickly to Dog Day Afternoon. Oh I'll yeah, just say that. Yeah, I know. I just
0: breezed past well, one of the greatest movies of all time.
1: No, yeah. it's fine. I just remember that that mo- that kind of when you get into movies when you're like younger and you're like I'm really into movies. I want to really explore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Then you just choose something to dig into. Mm-hmm. Al Pacino, I think, was the first thing that I can remember. First person I remember going. I want to see as many Al Pacino movies I as I can. Lo- uh,
0: you know, you know, I love a good art project, and that right. that's like one of my favorite things to like yeah. pick an actor and be like, I am going to watch everything yeah. that this actor has done. I love that. Yeah, Big cool And I
1: remember watching a ton. That's when I first saw Scarface. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when I saw um, uh, Frankie and Johnny. Which for some reason, him that's Michelle Pfeiffer. So I'd already seen all of Michelle Pfeiffer. So actually, Michelle Pfeiffer is also. Somebody who I dug into watch. I'm like, watch her. So I love her. <laughs> I had a crush on her for forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dog Day Afternoon is fantastic.
0: Yeah. it, it like, it sets the, it, it, you know, it sets the form for so many movies to come. Yeah. You know, being stuck in the bank, like getting the pizza, uh, having to figure out how to get out of an impossible situation. Pacino is incredible. Everybody else in that movie is incredible. John Kazali? 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 Big forehead was in like a bunch of movies. In oh the yeah, series. he was
1: in um he was in uh, Godfather as well. Yeah. Didn't he play Fredo or am I wrong? I think that may be Fredo.
0: Yeah, Fredo.
1: Yeah. He's very good. Yeah. But yeah, uh, and then Christopher Sarandon is also in there. Yes. Um I also last thing I want to talk about and what have you been watching is I want to talk about how I accidentally shaved my beard off today. <laughs> I feel like this, First thing, this is okay. the platform for All that. Hi, right,
0: everybody. I get into the studio today, or I, I'm upstairs, and Christopher gets into 88.9. Yeah. And uh, um, we have the lights off because it's like we're the only <laughs> people here. And, and, and I insist on it. And, and, and I, I'm not even like down the stairs. Christopher is 30 feet away from me in a dark hallway. I literally can't even make him out. And he's like, I look like a dad today. Yeah.
1: I want to
0: apologize for my appearance. I
1: didn't want you to think I was a stranger and run out and call the authorities. (laughs) I used the wrong setting on Mm -hmm. my clipper and I shaved so much more of my beard off than I cared to. It's still a beard, but it is just so much shorter. Don't make that face. He's making a face. This is bad. This is bad radio. He's making a face as if to say,
0: Chris is it?" Christopher has just been very self conscious about it, which very self conscious. This was my armor, and now... <laughs> but now if you you know if you express the self consciousness, you can get over it. That's what
1: I do. I mean, right. that's that's my bread and butter. Oh, that's yeah. why just you call it even out near me
0: before right. I like my
1: beard's gone. Yep. Don't freak out. I'm freaked out.
0: Yeah. So in two weeks, I'll I'll come back. Little we'll returnals. Yeah think at one point you were like i'm just gonna tell nicole to not come home for two yeah weeks. i wanted to tell my fiance
1: she should just get a hotel for two weeks until it's back I don't want that, to... was,
0: you, that was just you that was like an <laughs> off like you didn't even say that to me you were just like saying that out loud like a thought in your head. Just
1: a mental... Oh, call <laughs> nicole make sure she stays away or sleep in the basement oh, yeah all right um please send donations and cards to christopher <laughs>
0: pollard at Shane Chi and the Ten Rings, great movie. Yeah, go see it. Yeah, go see it. Um, this is Cinnabuds. Cinnabuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. We love him. We get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Don't know them, but if I did, I
1: bet I would care for them a great deal.
0: Our theme song is from walking musician and author Brett Newski. The newski, I like him very much. We also get support from Associated Bank and Pizza Man. If you were if you were humans, I'd hug you. And we get support from our members our from 88.9 eighty eight nine Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. I have hugged all of you. That's and insane. someone I, I didn't thank last week, so we have got two weeks of thanks right. built up. Can we? I mean, it right now he really needs it because he's a shadow of what he once was. He used to have oh. a big, powerful beard. <gasps> Him too. <laughs> Who is and now he? he's shaved it all off, and he's barely group. recognizable. But I'd like to thank him, K. Polly. Hey, that's me. Thank you, Christopher. Oh, I need it, man. Are you even Christopher? No, you don't. You're just know. Polly now. Who is that? He I lost. Anymore? He lost the K. Who am I? <laughs> all right, bye.